0: Good morning, good evening and good afternoon all and welcome ladies and gentlemen to this fortnight's instalment of the Ish Plus 6 podcast, the podcast series where you could discover your next favourite artist. On today's episode I am joined by the one and only Flexo Cobain. Flexo Cobain is a North London based artist and producer who has been on the rise for a few years now, producing tracks for a long list of artists and releasing three amazing plug and be albums with even more to come. As his producer persona Egyptian, he recently released his seventh project, Blood in the Sand, which you all need to make sure you go and check out. Please welcome Flexo Cobain to the Ish Plus Six podcast. How's it going, Flexo? What's up, man? Yeah, good, man. What are you telling me, buddy? How are you? I'm living, man, for real. I'm living. I'm chilling. I'm. I'm here. I'm here, man. Honestly, I'm enjoying this Monday evening. You know the vibes. Tell me though, you're coming to us from um, where? Where are you coming to us from?
1: Um, I reside in London, but I'm based in Northwest London, so Camden to be exact. But I grew up um, when I was. When I grew up. I was born in South. Grew up a little bit there when I was a kid. But definitely northwest, pretty much all that life. So I'm claiming northwest, 100 South, northwest. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> claiming northwest. You know what? That North could get West.
0: you into trouble depending on who you say that to. So it's like, but yeah, no, that's cool though, for real, man. That's cool. Um, okay, before we get into you, you've seen every single episode, you've seen a couple of episodes before we get into the main questions, you know that we always start off. With a joke, I'm in too deep, blah, blah, blah. Let's just get it out of the way and then we'll get into the main questions. Um Why did the cows stop smoking weed? Why did they stop smoking weed, flexo like so? hmm. I'm not sure, you know. <laughs> the stakes got too high. The stakes
1: got too high. Oh, that's a, that's a decent one, still.
0: Do you know what? Honestly when i wrote this one down i was a little bit gassed because i was like yo this one's actually kind of hard still <laughs> oh,
1: <my God. laughs> it's not bad still it's not bad it's not bad, it's not bad. It's not bader than the other ones i've heard on, on the
0: to be fair yeah exactly the other ones are pretty dead um yeah. all right so we'll get into the main questions now um i want to talk a little bit about the origin story i know that i also i want to make sure that i'm pronouncing the name right it's flexo cobain yeah that's that's absolutely correct yeah i want to talk a little bit about the origin story where the name came from i know you used to go by something like flexo flamingo or something like that. in the past talk to me
1: about uh the name flexo cobain and where that came from um so the name flexo cobain derived from another name which is you're correct indeed which is um flamingo flex so yeah around like the 2015 era of underground music. You know, it was really colorful back then. You know, we had Plug and B coming up. We had a lot of alternative trap coming up and um, a lot of artists like Playboy Carti, Yachty were blowing up. And I was in university, like recording, making music um, with like a USB microphone. And the name I had at the time was Flamingo Flex. Um, why, why, how I got that name, I can't remember, but um yeah i just remember i think my boy said oh yeah bro your ad-libs are like so colorful so flamingo flex." but at the time the name worked because of the scene around us you know we had little yeah we had names like little yachty we had space Ghost purple and all these all these random names they like at rocky with the dollar sign and stuff like that yeah. so it, it was it was normal that type of name was kind of normal we had little pump and smoke Purple as well bro so it was normal but then um I think around 2018, 2019, I basically took the Flex from that name and I took Flex, changed it to Flexo because people started calling me Flexor for short. Sure. And then um, I just wanted to find another inspiration, something that would resemble what I'm chasing and what my you know, main goal is in music. And it was definitely being influenced a lot by Kurt Cobain himself and Nirvana themselves. and just the essence of wanting to be my own rock star, so be my own cool, fucking, fucking crazy person as well. So, there was that reason why I came up with Cobain and put the C to k Cobain. And then, yeah, I just thought it just rolled off the tongue nicely as well. Like, it just sounds nice, it just sounds smoother, it's more digestible than Flamingo Flex.
0: Yeah, exactly. And there are a number of things to take apart from that as well, actually. Um, I. <laughs> It's weird, because back then, like, literally, if five, six years ago, you were to, or however many years ago, back when people like Kati and uh, Yati and all of those people were, before they blew up, if you were to tell me that someone going by the name of, like, I don't know, just some of the dumb stuff that we used to have back then, like, Made in Tokyo just sounds like, uh, like, who is that? That sounds like, uh, it, it literally sounds like a friggin' I don't even know what it sounds like. It it, it sounds like a label or something that you'd that you find on your clothes.
1: You know what I mean? Made in Tokyo. Wow, it just facts. sounds <laughs> so it's it like it's not like a high end fashion brand made in Tokyo.
0: To be fair, it does because all of these Japanese fashion brands they're up up right now. They're trendy, So yeah. it's like yeah okay. and we are talking about like the miyake's and the needles and all of that stuff. So hey, yeah. yeah. But um yeah Flamingo Flex that's <laughs> to be fair that's that fits in with um, I could imagine someone called Flamingo Flex blowing up back in like the clout era, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, clout bubble era. All of that. that was that was me for a bit then. Um, Flexo Cobain is now the the next generation, you know. like Kanye, you said I like photo of Kanye. It's like there's so many generations of him. It's basically now I'm in the Flexo Cobain era, absolutely. So after.
0: Do you ever see um your name changing again after this, considering you mentioned being in the Flexo Cobain era?
1: um no but i do see myself or flexo going into many more areas in terms of um sound and creative creatively yeah i do see myself going into so many lanes and stuff like that not just the sound now. yeah exactly
0: it's that's interesting to hear because do you know what it is right honestly after listening to like pretty much the majority of your discography Mm. the variance between what you were making back in 2020 with things like or 2021 with things like what's this space and even the deluxe and then moving into your most recent project mm. the name of which i should remember um, <laughs> um all, that,
1: all that glitters was my most recent project um but uh, my recent my recent drop was 500 degrees yeah all that glitters is the one i'm thinking about yeah um i mean 500 degrees so i said 500 degrees I, to <laughs> Wayne earlier, so. I was listening to Lil Wayne earlier, so I'm just confusing my own song with his. That's J-
0: Honestly, yeah. man, that's that. Your I have respect for that. Comparing yourself with the greats, even at this point in your career, I have respect for that. But, but yeah, even like all that glitters as well. It's like there isn't too much variance, which is interesting. I suppose it leads me onto one of my questions I had a bit later on going into you know whether you see yourself changing in the near
1: future or what we uh what direction you plan on going in absolutely i do plan on going in another direction i mean right now people have seen me um do this plug era for quite a while you know plug and be plug in this country, it's, you know, we don't have, like, our blueprints, like, you know, as America, America for example, even France, you know, the plug scene is quite massive as well. Um But doing this has definitely been amazing. It's been a pleasure. Um But I do want to go into new styles. I can't really say what yet. I just want to live my life and just see the stuff I like. I know the stuff I like. And I, I do feel like it might even be smoother than what I've already been doing. I know you've said the last recent releases, they've been a bit more punchy but um no i think i want to just do something more more chilled you know just more vibes and just music everyone can listen to man you know? just yeah
0: so a bit of pop stuff a bit of i like what? <laughs> is that like a shaking head like no or is it a shaking head
1: like i don't know it's we'll see we'll see therefore I, I i can't confirm yet because I, I don't know myself you know what i mean i really don't know myself but i like how you notice i do want to go into a new era so that would yeah. that would be sweet. I just I just don't know what yet. Just go just go live my life and see record as much as possible and just don't rush it. Yeah, um, exactly. Don't rush for nothing.
0: New experiences in life really do bring about new types of music from people. Like I mean, even we were just talking about Lil Yoti just then, like that guy has clearly gone away and experienced life for himself. And he's come yeah. back and given us something that's a completely different direction to mm. what anyone would have expected from him previously mm, so no it's...
1: doubt no doubt it's, it's interesting to see Yachty man he's done his thing and progressed and it's not just Yachty as well like we, one of my favourites um, Tyler the Creator he did that stuff as well growing up I I just would look, listen to his music and be like what is this bruv <laughs> what is this guy saying <laughs> and then I, I grew into loving it and it was amazing. It was so beautiful at the time when everything was so like there was no filter for like stuff like this. There was no real real cancel culture. I mean, because you know, you could say certain stuff and you know the the music uh, that backed up the artist was beautiful enough for people to not really want to cancel them and they allowed artists to grow. And I I feel like people don't allow people to grow no more. It's like once they see you, you've done this. I'm not. I'm saying. I'm not saying that cancel culture shouldn't exist. But I'm just saying that you know certain things and certain ways how people are, it limits artists from actually elevating. Yeah. But um, no, Tyler the Creator definitely. he's, he's been um one of the most amazing transitions in this, as well as Yae for sure, no doubt. Yeah,
0: I do definitely think there needs to be a um, not necessarily that cancel culture shouldn't exist, but there needs to be sort of a reformation in the culture and. Mm i think the mob culture that because i don't know i don't know if you have tiktok yourself you are on tiktok aren't you yeah Yeah, yeah, you'll be on like you'll be scrolling through tiktok and before you've even formulated an opinion on a video you're already scrolling the comments and it's like like, how often do you go on tiktok right you see a video and you click the comments and there's just no comments and you get pissed off
1: yeah that, that always pisses me off or like when um, you go on like a video and it's just like bare negative comments. It's just every comment is a negative comment or like sometimes that's like on Instagram as well. It's like when people do this paid ads and then that like, you see the comments and it's like, this is fucking shit, <laughs> <laughs> it's, harsh, but it's like, bro, that's that's my man's art. That's what he's paid money for. Him. Exactly,
0: shit. It, it's different when it's like you post something and you use a bunch of hashtags and people, Get um hates on it, but if I've paid like what the hundred pounds, the however much pounds to get this promoted to however many people, and however many people have commented on it, just hating, just like oh this, trash, blah, 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 I'm deleting everything. I'm d- I'm damnly deleting myself because that's insane. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> in that oh, situation. No, no, no. I
1: wouldn't. I could never delete myself. Actually, that would move. That would. I feel like someone like me, yeah. mm. that will motivate. Me fuck bro like i'll go crazy with seeing all that hate nah i'm gonna be in your face every day in fact i'm gonna up the adverts every single day bro like there's no way people are gonna hate on my tenure and then i'm just gonna leave because i mean i'm doing something right i'm in your face and it's like i feel like at this point yeah what even is bad bad is so subjective being That's a bad very real man now, these days like i feel like the like even though there are bad artists like even the bad ones we thought that were bad, like, now they're, like, they're, they're being perceived as good. So, it's crazy. I just feel like you can you can push through any blockage in this team. Do you know what I mean? You can push through any any blockage.
0: In, I I suppose we digressed a bit, but, yeah, Um, in terms of, like, mob culture and all of that, I think it is, like, no one seems to want to have their own opinion in this day and age. Everyone, no one wants to stand out everyone wants to stand out and be a main character but no one wants to be the first to do it you know what i mean
1: absolutely absolutely and i think i think um that is 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 that is so prominent that people don't even see no more is that like everybody believes their main leader the the main character and it's just that main character syndrome that everyone has but they're not that guy man not <laughs> <laughs> They're <laughs> not the leader of the group. Them, them, the them. They are not. They thought they was on the team. They're not on the team, fam. They're not that guy. They're not that guy at all. I promise. It's it's crazy. It's so crazy. Exactly, man. Yeah. Man.
0: Um, I want to talk a little bit about. So we'll go back a bit to your name. Um, sonically, Nirvana is a lot different to the type of music you create. Um, plug and be yeah. slash plug. Um. Would you say that you have an interest in the rock genre as a whole, um, or is it just Nirvana? And can we go into a bit more detail about that?
1: No, I love rock music, bro. I love I love a lot of genres, obviously, because I produce as well. And I grew up in a house that listened to music so much. Like my mom listened to High Life and R and B, Fuji music, rap. Like my dad loved jazz as well a bit. But my cousins, they always listen to grime. So whenever I go to South, they always put me on the grime shit when I was a kid. <laughs> Everything, yeah. Channel New, Channel AKA, I'd always watch it at the house, I remember. But no, I feel like um, my 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 inspiration stretch, not just from rock, but definitely from a lot of other genres. I'd say mostly soul and R&B, people can hear that prominently in the music, as well as that being such an influence for Plug, plug & B. You can hear that inspiration into plug and b you know like R and so but definitely rock is something i definitely might want to do one day at least i want to make some crazy shit like that because even in plug and b um there's a sub-genre called asian rock and basically asian rock is like um it's like if you were to take trap rock and like the leads from like plug and b and make it very ambient and slow, like that's just beautiful. And I love that type of stuff. And yeah, I just I can see myself making more of that type of stuff. And I do have some of that type of stuff I should drop. Yeah. I have to respect that
0: because it's so important for producers and people who make music in general to
1: listen to music outside of their own genre. Mm. No doubt. You have to like it's like if you're not inspir- if you're not inspiring some of yourself, you're not inspiring yourself like on like many levels, I don't know how you as an artist can grow. You don't have to listen to mad genres, but like if even if you're not like reading and you're not really visu- uh, visually grasping anything, like, what how are you saying you're a serious artist? Like, and some people will say they don't do these things, but they do it and they just don't know that they do it. They do grasping and they do taking different things because they need to, and your body needs to in order for you to grow. Right, you need these nutrients, so. You can't take any nutrients there's no way you're gonna grow so i always make sure i try and do other things and go to art shows go to this performance or listen to this type of music i'm always trying to listen to and the and vibe to new stuff
0: yeah exactly what was um what would you say the as of recent what would you say is something that's definitely caught your interest a lot whether it could be music or music related or art related or uh, anything? What? What's what? Recently has piqued your interest as a
1: creator? Villain Sagas Two, Season Two. <laughs> that shit beautiful. Shout out to my nigga Thorfin, bro. I'm Thorfin. I have battle scars as well. <laughs> but that's the most amazing anime right now. I know people say Blue Lock, but Blue Lock is calm. I just need to catch up with that. Then I'll I'll make my decision on that. But yeah, right now, um, I'd say anime. I wanna I don't really feel like music has influenced me that much, I'll be real. Like but as of recent it hasn't influenced me at all. I haven't really gone and gone, yeah, like this sound is inspiring me. This I feel like other things outside of music are just inspiring me, like art and just T V. Going outside, meeting people and going to new places as well for sure
0: absolutely man yeah and uh, do you know what's crazy it's interesting you mentioned Vinland Saga because I haven't seen a single episode of that but I swear people have been oh. talking about how dead this recent season is Whoa. that's all I've you been hearing that? people have been you talking about that, Vinland saga being so slow this season da, 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 da.
1: people have been gassing blue love though I'll say no, that no. the bug in is is that is it's not dead at all and if you read the manga as well you'll you'll find out like it gets crazy still it gets mad crazy manga but, fans always love to say know. stuff like that manga fans always like oh but just wait and see like it's always the
0: same
1: <laughs> honestly just wait and see i promise that's what makes a great anime as well like if they were to feed us everything we wanted to see in the first episodes be like, you know what i mean like you would you would you would love it you would love it You're, you would digest it so much bro. sometimes the slow burner animes are nicer than just the animes that like you watch here and it's just like straight action. To be fair, I feel that yeah, I feel that because
0: yeah, I was talking to this one guy. um He was talking about seven deadly sins and how it takes so long for mm. like so much of it. It might have been Naruto or Dragon Ball Z or whatever, one of those ones where mm. it's just like episodes upon episodes upon episodes of just people just chit chat, chin wagon fam. And it's like, when are these guys gonna scrap? You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, yeah. I understand the importance of storyline, and I suppose it just once it gets to the crux of it once people start getting their hands dirty it just makes it that much more impactful so
1: no doubt no doubt the same aspects could be put towards music as well
0: absolutely yeah now that you say that because you know you get all these progressive rock albums that are like 45 like in the court of the crimson king is what like seven seven songs long but it's like 45 i don't know if you're familiar with that album but it's like 45 minutes long it's that shook me when I first saw that as well. Like,
1: no, nah, I hear that. That's like Fear Factor as well. They've done like some 20 some twenty plus track EPs, album, you know, LP3 and um, even, um, what's the name? I think Alice and James has done some weird stuff like that as well. But, but a couple bands have done that. But I think that was normal back then as well. We have to remember music comes from, we're, we're going to like a new period now where it's like, music is digested in such a a different way where it's just singles people want to digest singles or if you're making an ep or it can't be more than six songs because ain't nobody gonna listen to that exactly if if back then in like you know then days people was listening to tapes they were buying cds to listen to a favorite rapper favorite rock bands favorite singles artists so now that type of stuff's changed and you just gotta deal with it i want to talk a little bit about your I suppose
0: your ventures as an artist. So you do work as a vocalist through raps and also um, melodic stuff, singing as well. Um, but you also produce under the name Egyptian, um stylized in, with an X in there. Sorry. Paraglyphic. Paraglyphics. Hieroglyphics.
1: hieroglyphics yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, um, so like,
1: you know, like the ASAP space goes probably basically the old cloud rap days, you know? exactly man yeah
0: and i mess with it honestly it's hard and it. i want to talk a bit about how you got into production i know that your um mum sort of like
1: by the way actually are you where are you from by the way i'm i'm nigerian so my my name is um Oluwati Milen, and it means like i think of um, what god is by me or something like that but yeah basically i'm naj i'm from ijeb and um yoruba I'm Yoruba, I'm not Hebrew. Everyone says I'm Igbo, but I'm Yoruba. <laughs>
0: sure. I don't know the difference myself. I'm from Zimbabwe, so why? <laughs> oh, pick up, pick up, pick
1: up. Pick up, pick right, up. Um,
0: yeah, you mentioned that your mum got you, like, guitars and took you to, like, community centre and all of that in the past.
1: Would you say that yeah, that's how different. you got into
0: production or is there a deeper story? Is there more than that
1: or...? Nah, it's literally my mum. Like, from young, she was passionate in making me, like, um, I would say not even just academically bright, but musically bright. She would buy me like guitars, pianos. She would make me go dance classes. Like she would make me like do clubs after school. Um, so basically she bought me acid music. No, she bought, she bought me, she took me to like a, a youth club. So, um, I think I was in like year eight or year nine and it was cool. I wasn't really feeling it but it just i just was you know i was young i just didn't care i just cared about playing ps3 or ps whatever then um left that and then i came back to producing in sixth form once i'd found that like, type beats on youtube like in like six form, i was just on youtube i was like what is this and then started making beats on acid music studio once i started making beats on acid music studio i was like nah this is terrible <laughs> i need to get better so did some research found out FO studio was the one um, I did like an apprenticeship, started making money from the apprenticeship to fund myself. I bought FL Studio and then boom. That stuff
0: is expensive, FL Studio, I do you- no <laughs> crap FL it Studio, is, Ableton as well, I swear to yeah. you, I, the thing is I've heard that if they catch you like pirating their stuff, then you're done essentially
1: as a musician basically, all that profit no, for that. No, it's true, I mean. I don't have to pay no more because I've I've bought it before so I can just get the lifetime update type thing. And that's what I'd encourage everyone to do really and truthfully. I'd say the only thing you'd really need to like crack, if you really need to crack it, is drum case. Like, unless you can just get someone to send them to you. Other than that, you don't really need to crack too much stuff. Like, everything's out there. The internet is so huge. Exactly man
0: sort of going back to the or my original statement about you singing and rapping um in your tracks would you from this day forward let's say I don't know let's say someone comes up to you they're like listen you can only sing or rap in your tracks from today forward
1: mm. which one are you choosing I'll choose. I'll choose um, always sing or rap yeah Or... Uh, Damn, that's a tough one I'd say I'd uh, choose I'll choose I'll choose producing I'll choose to make beats
0: forever producing okay do you know what I yeah. you can make the music like
1: <laughs> yeah I can I'll, I'll choose to make beats because making beats you are like so much more part of like the building and create the creative building of like you know natural an song and natural project any idea that comes to someone's brain they need the producer to make it work and i'd want to just do that if i could do that cool i wouldn't need to rap or produce because i'll just be around the singers and then i could even do a little ghost writing myself so i wouldn't even have to do too much so i still help them in some way but that's yeah that's my answer to your question for absolutely, sure absolutely man yeah
0: and it's crazy how much work produces and how how much production can shape a project, it can make or break a project, you know. Metro Boomin has made so many, essentially classic albums. I think, what, three? Three classic oh. albums, maybe before he did that one with 21 Savage, didn't he? Without saying a single word on them. And mm. yeah, it's crazy to think about for real.
1: No, it's true still. I actually wanna, um with, with like producing as well, I wanna like do this type of stuff. So I wanna make like tapes of like, just one-on-one with artists want to do that stuff i want to be like cooking up for them in the booth type thing. but yeah that's that's definitely, definitely correct metro boom he's done his team
0: yeah exactly which one would you say you find easiest to do i suppose the question potentially answers itself maybe with your previous answer but i don't know i'm just curious
1: what you mean as producing or rapping uh
0: producing or rapping or singing which one would you say is easiest for you to make something um... listenable
1: with I really feel they're all easy though, because I feel like they all have they're all easy in their own way. Like producing, producing your your you know your that you're creating an idea with rapping. I'm loading a beat and you know letting the engineer do the work. And same thing as singing in it. i I feel like singing it depends sometimes when you're trying to find the key if you're using auto tune. You know it might take you a, a minute to try find the key for the key or certain shit like that. But I say is you know probably the easiest but I
0: like doing every single thing yeah to be fair producing's all right like i i think once you find the right melody if you've got a tune in your head already then you know. then, then again i don't know like i'm on the fence about it all myself mm. just simply based on the fact that sometimes the stuff just doesn't hit the way you want
1: it to hit you know what i mean so no nah, no doubt i hear that still i is is um it really just depends on how like in tune your ear is like to to the melody you have in mind because it's easy for us to forget melodies as well that's why sometimes if you like voice record yourself or voice record a melody you can maybe just translate that more into your your final idea yeah exactly absolutely man i want to talk a bit
0: about your i suppose um your most recent project as a producer blood in the sand i First of all, how did you come up with the name Blood in the Sand? Because that's a pretty serious name
1: for for an EP. Um, I feel like there's more history to being Egyptian and there's more history to the identity of Egyptian. So essentially, um, the Blood in the Sand project resonates with myself, me being the blood and the sand being the music scene. I'm placing my blood into the sand and putting my heart and effort into the sand. Um... And with every grain of sand, I want to cover it. I want to make sure that I'm putting my blood in it. and my passion into it. So Blood in the Sand being my first project was just eight songs, um, you know, on my on my all self-produced by me, mixed by my friend Lord Unknown, who is also another um, producer artist in this scene, also featuring Lord Sujin as well. And the art was done by DJ Lukey. Um But yeah, Blood in the Sand is quite a heavy name, but it's, um, again it's just it just resonates with more so like cyberstep which is a word i would say constructed which resonates with people within this within this matrix you know who have um you know defeated the matrix in their own way and who are still defeating the matrix in their own way and living within this dimension in their own way so sometimes I i meet and come across people and i'm like yeah that's cyberstep so
0: that's crazy yeah and it's interesting because it's interesting you mentioned the genre of cyberstep because it definitely doesn't sound the same as some of your work as flex or cobain you know what i mean like it's it definitely sounds different to um to that and yeah i was i was struggling to figure out what genre it was myself like honestly the most i could come up with is just hip-hop but then again there's so many
1: different sub genres of mm. hip-hop so you know but. yeah I'd, I'd say it's very cybery very alternative if you if some girl was listening to it she said the other day she said uh oh, it gives y2k i guess i don't know what it is <laughs> wait what does that even mean though? i feel like she is like it's like futuristicy, basically like cybery matrix type vibes like i don't know I, she, is,
0: honestly i'm just she i'm I'm impressed by the fact that she wasn't scared because you know <laughs> <No>. <laughs> definitely like i i don't know if you you know of jpeg mafia and people like that but they literally dropped an album the other day just it, called scaring the hose so um yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I've, heard, I've heard of it i ain't listened to it yet though but i've definitely seen that on
1: material <laughs> it's definitely <laughs>
0: to to it. it's definitely up there I'd, I'd recommend listening to it for real yeah that- but, um, yeah, I want to talk a little bit about your verse on Takeshi's Castle from that um, project. You make reference to numerous cartoon characters over that beat in your verse. I, I hope it's your verse and not the other guy who's featured on that <laughs> track. No, verse. It's,
1: not, it's mine. It's mine. I, I, right. I think something I you're talking about.
0: Yeah, yeah. people like Johnny Bravo. I'm yeah. pretty sure you mentioned Spongebob at some point. Two yeah. opposing forces there, almost, because obviously we've got Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Who are you leaning more towards, um, as a as a whole, as a sort of like dealer of cartoon entertainment?
1: Mm, I love this question. Still, <laughs> mm, I want to say Cartoon Network gets the win, but SpongeBob holds a huge place in my heart. Like I am the SpongeBob fanatic, bro. Like I'm a bigger SpongeBob fan than Ice Spice. When I meet Ice Spice, I'll tell her. <laughs> <laughs> Fan, than you. <laughs> but a hundred percent spot, I feel like the cartoon network just had too many bangers, bro. Like, when you see when you're up late, yeah, you can watch Scartoony, they had Courage the Cowardly Dog, oh, they, had, Skatoony, um, they had you know, <laughs> they had that shit, they had Cramped Wins, they had um, they had Powerpuff Girls, they had Rugrats, nah, Nickel- Nickelodeon had Rugrats, they had um. They had Shaolin Showdown. They had a couple bangers, man. I can't lie. I think Cartoon Network takes doing win
0: for me I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Cartoon Network was was that thing. But nah, do you want SpongeBob? Yeah. yeah, actually, I'm trying to think. What cartoons were on Nickelodeon?
1: Nickelodeon had, like, Spider-Man and stuff like that, though. I swear. Yeah. And, I think um... the only reason why Nickelodeon, yeah, was amazing is because they had all the stuff that the Schneider productions, like Drake and Josh and That's stuff weird. like that. So growing up, when you were bumping Drake and Josh times man yeah exactly man yeah
0: yeah nah do you know what i you you you've um you've pitched it pretty nicely you've pitched cartoon network pretty nicely because honestly (laughs) i haven't thought about Sketuni in so many years and you've just taken me back to like i don't even know 2009 or something this is crazy that's crazy, no, man. Bro,
1: they got Network, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All I remember is going on that website and just banging out the games, man. There was uh, mm, yeah, the it. it was the Ed, Ed and Eddie one where you'd be racing and you build up the cuts and just like. And <laughs> just yeah, destroy I, think, I think there was a Johnny
1: Test one as well. I think so. I, I remember there was a Johnny Test game as well. But no, that's yeah Car network is winning man I'm sorry this it's too clear it's way too clear funny, Another novel classic one is Jx as well if you remember Jetix. Jetix they had, was um, the one they had galactic football so galactic football was
0: so crazy. they I had a thousand do you know what it was right the one that got me and the one that I used to be so embarrassed to even talk about was
1: totally spies. Totally I, I was never embarrassed to talk about that. In fact, whenever whenever you told the girls back then that you watched Totally Spies, yeah, they'll be like, no, way, yeah, I banged. I've watched you Totally Spies. That show was fire as hell, bro. I was like, <laughs> I was like what? Totally Spies I'm was one of room. the
0: hardest shows out there. I swear to you. Uh, it was so sick. No, they, for real. They were silent as well, fam. The gadgets. Oh, Yeah, like with the no, no, uh
1: flip-up mirror. Exactly. Nah, for real, for real. It's classic is a classic. I I definitely have a lot of more cartoon references in my music. Just because I love nostalgia like that, and I'm like, I need to make sure people remember certain things. You're just gonna hear sc- scatoony by one day, you're gonna be like, What? <laughs> <laughs> but you're gonna remember Skatoonie now
0: and then exactly, oh. yeah, 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 exactly. So your list of collaborations on Spotify, um, from what I saw, just taking a scroll, it's pretty extensive. Um I want to know who you think we should be keeping an eye out in particular for in the next few years.
1: Hmm. That's a good question. That's a deep question, stone Um, which which Spotify were you looking at more, the Flexo?
0: Uh, yeah, Flexo. Yeah. Otherwise, I suppose I mean. as Egyptian as well, you'd you'd have quite a few collaborations. Yeah,
1: because yeah, it, it, diff- it differentiates. Honestly say check out my friends, Miley Allen, Lord Unknown, Lord Sujin, Baski, check out myself, still check out myself, check out AP The Goat, I think those people are going to be doing a lot of melodic music within the UK, Um, check out OG Kemi, check out Kalisto, check out, check out Bib, I think he's cool, check out um... Check out Pierre, yeah, he's cool. Um, damn, I feel like I'm missing names. Check out. Did <laughs> I say Lord on the Lord Sujan. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Don't know, man. I think there's a couple people coming up, man. There's definitely a couple people coming up, but um. Yeah. There's just so many names and so many. I feel like. I'd have to run to my Spotify real quick and check.
0: Yeah, it is a lot of familiar names, even for me, that you've just mentioned. And it's crazy how the London underground scene is so connected. Like, everyone knows each other, or no knows doubt. off each other, at least in the scene. It's crazy.
1: No doubt, no doubt. Everyone, everyone's connected in their own little way in this web. It's like a big spider web. We all kind of connected to each other. Everyone's connected, man. Exactly, yeah. Um. Cool. So
0: we've talked about which artists you think we need to take a look out for. I want to know what we can expect next to see from Flexo Cobain. So what can we look out for from Flexo in the next Um, couple of years or even in the next few months?
1: Yeah, I'm dropping singles up until basically my tape, which is Watch This Space 3. I'm going to drop singles for that project soon which is the final trilogy of watch this space which will end it completely and that'll be the last thing but that will come within you know the september october period it'll be an autumn project so expect warmer sounds soothing sounds you know that's like the the lovey dovey season or whatever so you know trying to feed feed that type of music around that time but right now i'm just gonna drop singles have fun um you know i mean just make some bangers and. Just, just have fun, yeah.
0: Yeah, man, for real, yeah. And yeah, you heard it here first, guys. That's, uh, what's the Space 3 coming out soon? <laughs> but, um, yeah, and from Egyptian, can we expect anything coming out soon or is it...
1: Um... Oh, definitely, I've got some stuff. I've got Old Roses coming out, which it will be a double EP featuring Kibo and Lord Tsujin on the same song, but two different versions of the same song. So that'll be really, really cool to drop. That'll be in spring, most likely end of April. Um, After that, I have um my next tape, which will be Cairo Blue. It will be similar to Blood in the Sand, but more chilled. I know Blood in the Sand, like you said, it was a lot of punchier stuff. It was more, you know, engaging and stuff. I think Cairo Blue will be more smoother. Um, So it'll be more like smooth sound, sample sounds. People can digest it way more and just, Vibes her, man. It's a summer project, so it's
0: going to be chilling. Exactly, man. I have to rate your work ethic as well, because honestly, the amount of stuff that you're putting out is crazy, especially of the quality that is. So I have to, I I have to, you, I have to give you some flowers there. Thank
1: you,
0: oh. bro. Thank you. Yeah, man, no worries, honestly. Um, Cool. So I do have just one more question before I let you go on your way. Uh, It's a question that I ask literally everyone. And um, yeah, let's just get into it. You are heard by literally everyone on earth for 10 seconds. What do you say?
1: Damn, that's a crazy question. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, I feel like the right thing to do would be to promo music, innit? <laughs> i so silly. I, I could end up just, I feel like if that actually happened in real life, I'd end up saying something silly. <laughs> Like, I'd just say something so dumb. <laughs> exactly. I like, you know, I went, when Kanye hopped on on, on TV one time, he was like, George, George Bush didn't kill black people. That, <laughs> that'd be some, something stupid, actually. I'd be like, yo. I don't know. i will probably just say, yo, run up Flex Cabin on all platforms. And now, immediately, if you don't, bro, I'm putting a flipping spell on you. <laughs> don't shit, I don't know. And people
0: would know. believe it as well, because they'd be like, where is this voice
1: coming from?
0: Not nah, for real, bro, shit yeah man yeah that's that's real man. honestly i have to i have to rate that because yeah not not many people be, do that a lot of people just try to be like oh yeah love each other da, 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 da. like come on we all know oh, what you would it, <laughs> i'll
1: be like yo the world is about to end you better run my music up. i need to blow the fuck up <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> that's it
0: yeah man and then just like freaking beep just at the end or whatever you know? it's like... But yeah, uh, that's cool, man. I have to, I have to rate that. And uh, you know, what? I think that's a good place to end off this episode as well. So, uh, yeah, listeners, watchers of the Ish Plus Six podcast, thank you all for uh, watching. Thank you all for engaging. And um, yeah, Flexo, do you have anything you'd like to say as Flexo or Egyptian?
1: Let us know. Um, I just want to say shout out to Ish for the interview. Um, shout out to everyone who's listening, and y'all just keep making sure you support the guys, support me, um, support every single one of us. We're working really hard to make sure our dreams come true. And that's it. Love, exactly. peace, and love always. Also,
0: exactly, peace and love to everyone, for real. And uh, yeah, listeners, watchers, make sure you guys all go check out Flexo's most recent project. Make sure you go check. Make sure you go check out Egyptian's most recent project, "Blood in the Sand." My personal favorite tracks. Uh, The Nightclub Never Closes in Dystopia Takeshi's Castle Of course and Red Bean Dream Make sure you guys go check it out on all platforms And uh, I will see you later Alligators